Welcome to another episode of Band Director Bootcamp, the podcast with productivity and wellness tips for busy band directors. I'm your host, Leslie Moffitt, and I'm really grateful to be sharing this platform with you. As busy band directors, we know you don't have lots of time to watch lengthy professional development webinars, so we share 20-minute tidbits with takeaways you can use to support you in this awesome profession in a healthier way. And today, I have a guest named Jimmy Day. Jimmy's in his 14th year as a middle school band director. He's done also a lot of summer clinics at universities with the bands, been an adjudicator. He's about to get a whole lot busier because he's also the 2023 Colorado Teacher of the Year. And here he is today as a guest on Band Director Bootcamp. Jimmy, welcome and thank you for being here. Hey, Leslie, thank you for having me. Yeah, it's been great to get great to get you know you before we even started just chatting with you a little bit. And I'm really grateful because today you're going to talk to us about three tips that have allowed you to keep a healthier balance between your work and family life, which I know all of us struggle with. Um, And so what what Jimmy's told us is that what he's done, it's led to a better home life, better relationships with his spouse and children, and he's no longer feeling burnt out. So Pretty much um, a lot of us would like to know what, what are those secrets that get us there. So before we dive into all the good stuff and, and you tell us that, tell us how you, be, why'd you become a band director? What led you to this path? Uh, I've been in music since I was in fifth grade. And that is just something that I have just held on to. I uh, was in band in middle school, was in band in high school and took it all the way to college. And um, but it's funny because I wasn't trying to be a teacher until maybe like my third year in college where I changed my major to being a music major. And it happened because I was doing a, a observation or practicum, if you will. And I had the opportunity to work with one of the middle school students who was struggling. So I got to do a pullout with a little trombone player and he was struggling and I was able to help him. Uh, figure out what his issues were and just to see him light up and to see him get excited and get invested like oh I can play now oh this is so this oh I can do it now that did something to me at that moment and I was like oh wow just the feeling that I got from helping that child that budding musician to understand what he was doing and, and to be very invested and be very excited about him playing an instrument just made me really wanted to really just dive into it. Like, this is what I need to do. This is what my purpose is as a musician. This is what I'm going to be doing. Got to get into the bedroom and teach. Gosh, I can tell just the way you get fired up when you recall that memory. <laughs> Still, I mean, you can tell the energy is there and that, that must be genuinely happy with what you're doing. Because, uh, yeah. you know, and I taught high school for a million years and to, to see that beginning stuff is I wasn't prepared for the joy that comes with that. With yeah. that I can't get a single sound to, hey, I sound like an elephant now on the trombone, you know, but it's such a big deal. It's so cool. So yeah, well, I can hear your enthusiasm and I imagine you carry that into your classroom with you every day. Most definitely. Um, So before you tell us the tips that you've got, um, let us, could you share with us the situation that led you to having to make some changes in how you were handling your work and life and the integration or balance of those things and what might've changed? Um, So when I got hired to teach in Memphis, um, Memphis is is the band town. Middle school have marching bands, high school have marching bands. And so I got hired on specifically because I marched in the Tennessee State University Aristocratic Bands in Nashville, Tennessee. And, you know, forget that I had a bachelor's in music, forget that I had a a master's in arts and teaching. No, 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 no. You marched in the band and we want a marching band at our middle school. So we're about to hire you in. And so I got in there 
And it's competitive in Memphis. The band world is competitive. And so me trying to find my way, trying to establish who I am, establish my name as this band director here in Memphis, you know, I had the blinders on for those first three or four years. And I'm just going and going and doing and doing and trying to be at this basketball game, this football game, this battle with the band, this parade, trying to do all this stuff, trying to, to just build up Jimmy Day's reputation in Memphis. And unfortunately, I was not even paying that much attention to my home life, to my to my wife, you know, to my sons at some point, you know, and to a point it got to a situation where me and my wife, we had to split because it just got too much. It just got too much. And it wasn't that I was intentionally, but when you got those blinders on, you're not really thinking about what's going on around you. And so that was one of those hard life lessons that I had to learn as far as being a band director and handle, having a handle on my, my work life as well as my home life. And so that's what got me to thinking and, you know, making yeah, an adjustment. I've talked to a lot of people whose marriages have been, have come to an end or relationships have because they just couldn't shut it off, even if they were home and present. So what mm -hmm. I love about this, those of you listening, this has a happy ending here because he said he and his wife split, but then they made some intentional changes. And we're going to share three of those steps because the results were so great for Jimmy and his family. And maybe something will resonate with you. So one of the things you said is your tip was that you, you and your wife both decided to intentionally prioritize each other. Tell us how you did that. What does that look like? How does it really play out in real life? Um, so yeah, once we, you know, found our way back together, we realized that was the biggest thing that we had to work on. And so when we we prioritize, like we intentionally prioritize. So that means either we'll set up a date night, or that means we will um if we have a lot of work to do, we sit there and say, okay, from this block of time, this block of time, we're going to work. And that way we'll have the rest of the evening to be with each other. And we, and, and my wife, she will send a calendar invite <laughs> to work from this time to this time. And if she catch me trying to work before time, she'll go, Jimmy, no, no, you're working. Yeah, you're right. I, I'm sorry. I, I. So, you know, we hold each other accountable with that. Um, we, we, I, Turn it off when I get home, you know. Yeah, we have things that goes on at work and, you know, we try not to bring that home with us. And so another thing we do is we try to get it off our chest. We, we talk to each other about it and we cap it. We mm -hmm. cap it and we spend the rest of our evening with each other because we're both very in, uh, busy individuals now. And so we just can't let the little time that we do have with each other, we just can't let work just keep impeding that because we're ticked off about something that happened at our job, you know, or what happened in the classroom or what happened here. We, we, we get it off our chest. We cap it. We move on. Um, you know, like I said, we, like, we just intentionally, like right now, after we get off of this, we about to go to the reservoir and chill on the beach with her and, and my son. So we sit here and we try to make sure we try to plan stuff out. We try to go to events. If there's a concert coming, I'm a big WWE fan, big wrestling fan. So I try to make sure when that comes to Denver, I take me and my sons to get some quality time with my sons. So, you know, it's just things like that. We make sure that we prioritize and we, if, if work can't fit in it, we just, we don't worry about it. We, we try to focus on each other, make sure our relationship is healthy because we can't be healthy at work if our home relationship is not healthy. Oh, amen to that. You know, I, I think people probably kind of giggled a little bit. I know I kind of did when you said my wife sends me a calendar invite for such <laughs> and such. But you know what? 
we don't break our invitate our calendar appointments with other people. But so often we, with our own selves or our families, we're like, oh, but if, as soon as we put it down and make that commitment, it makes a difference in how we approach it Yeah, because we've, Mm -hmm. we've already know that we would do that with others. So I think that's actually a really great idea. And we do that in my family too. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Cool. So that's one of the tips is there, is that intentional prioritizing. If you don't, you, you'd said it earlier in this, you didn't intentionally do it. You were focused so much on other things and you opened your eyes when suddenly Mm -hmm. you didn't have her there. right? Right. Second thing you told me about was you learned this one very important sentence and that sentence has two letters in it. And no, <laughs> yes, a complete sentence in and of itself. Tell me, tell me why and how you do this without feeling super guilty and ruining the whole world. Cause everybody needs the band directors to do everything. I know. Right. Um, so yeah, I've learned to say, no, I have learned those, those, like you said, like a very small word, very simple, but very powerful. And um and the reason why I don't feel guilty because I understand that I do a lot already and that I do enough, you know, and sometimes like I don't understand why band directors are looked at as these like machines that we can just go and go. And sometimes saying the word no puts an end to all of that because right there you are already setting up boundaries like no, can't do it this time. You know, I, I remember I had to that was after I had my little situation with me and my wife split, I was in my fifth year in Memphis teaching. And it was one week we did like two or three performances in a row. And a counselor came to me and said, Mr. Day, can't we need you to do what? No, we can't. I'm sorry. Why? Because we have other stuff to do. And if I keep sitting here trying to get them ready for performance, I'm not going to be able to teach them. You know, I got to teach them something, you know, so, but I can't teach them if I'm continuously getting them ready for performance with you. So didn't feel guilty at all. As a matter of fact, it felt good because that was one less responsibility that I had to worry about that I had on my plate that I had to have on my mind, you know, for the rest of the week. So, oh no. Um, And I think that comes with age, you know, that 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 little piece of wisdom comes with age and comes with, you know, as long as you've been in the profession. Yeah, that it comes out easily now. In my 30s, it probably would have been hard for me to say no. But here I am, 42. I would say no in an instant. If I feel like it can't fit where, what I already have set up, and if it's going to cause more issues, no, I want to say no. Yeah. And it's harder that. as a new teacher because you're so worried. Well, I keep my job. I got to build community. So as right. you get and stay longer, I remember mm-hmm. I, 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 you said it took you a while, but it took me, I was in my 30th year of teaching and I was in a counseling, like uh, my, went to my own therapist's office and mm-hmm. we, she came to the conclusion. She's like, can you, have you ever said no? I'm like, oh, I won't make people upset and blah, blah, blah. She said, let me give you a sentence to use. The phrase right. is, and she said, repeat after me. She says, I won't be doing that. And I said, well, why? that phrase. And she says, when you say I can't, people want to help you. And they'll be like, oh, well then I'll arrange the bus for you or blah, blah. But when you say Um, we won't be doing that, you're shutting them down. Like I could, but I'm not gonna. And again, it comes back to, you have to, before you even start your school year, be intentional about thinking about what are the priorities? What are my roles here as a teacher? And does what Mm -hmm. we're doing now support that? And if it doesn't, then you have to be the one to say no. Yeah. Yeah. Lots of good advice. Lots of great examples here. And before we talk about the final question, I want to invite our listeners to take a minute to think about how you can put some of these practices we keep talking about on Band Director Bootcamp into practice in your own life. Welcome Band Director Bootcamp listeners. If you're feeling a bit burnt out and are ready for support and accountability partners in your wellness and productivity, we have an amazing opportunity for you. 
Join our 90-day virtual boot camp, a community initiative designed for busy band directors like you who love their job but seek a more sustainable approach. We'll meet weekly, discuss your wellness goals, and develop strategies to help you achieve them. We'll tackle productivity hacks and fine-tuned systems for the upcoming school year. With 35 years of experience, I've got some tricks and tips up my sleeve that I can't wait to share. So as we move into a new season of our lives, if you want to feel empowered and supported by like-minded individuals, this is your chance. Reach out to me at banddirectorbootcamp.com or click on the link in our show notes to schedule a 15-minute call. Let's ensure this is the right fit for you, get you signed up, and embark on this wellness journey together. Because together, we rise. All right, we are back with Jimmy Day, 2023's Colorado Teacher of the Year and Middle School Band Director and so much more. And he's given us a couple of great pointers already and um, about keeping that balance or finding that balance that works for you in your personal and work life. And so I want to ask you for one other um, tip that you want to talk about. Uh, You said to me that you find so much um, importance on the word unplug. Tell me what that looks like in your life. So unplugging is just mean putting the work away and just enjoying being in existence, just enjoying life, enjoying you being alive because there's just so many things happening out here. We push through COVID, folks are dying, and we just have to take a moment to just unplug from everything and just enjoy being in existence. What that looks like to me, that means if we have you know, the weekend, maybe Saturday, I forget I have a job, <laughs> you know, um, if we have an extended weekend, maybe Saturday and Sunday, I forget I have a job. We have a week of uh, spring break or fall break. Yeah, like maybe from Monday through Thursday, I may forget I have a job, you know, but here I am you know, in summer break and, you know, I joke with people, I say, I'm not going to remember I have a job probably until the last week of July, you know? So, and, but when you unplug, like it does something to you psychologically because it helps you like just reboost yourself. It, 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 It helps you feel good because you don't have all those problems weighing down on you while you're trying to enjoy your vacation. You know, yeah, we're on vacation and, but, I didn't come up with that by myself. One of the central office people from our district talked to us right before we went on winter break a couple years ago. And the one thing she said, you know, everybody always say, um, make sure you get rest, make sure you have fun, spend time with your family. But no one has ever said, forget that you have a job this week. And I said, hmm, never heard that. But ever since that day, ever since she, she, she said that, I have done that and it has done something to me because I'm more refreshed when I go back to work because I understand those problems don't still be there when I get back, (laughs) you know? So I totally unplug. I forget I have a job if I'm going to be away from work for a long time. It's hard because you're going to be thinking about stuff. You're going to always have stuff running through your head, but trust me, that's something you're going to have to make yourself do. And if you can't do a week, Try a couple of days just to see how it feels. But that's going to make you, it's going to rejuvenate you. It's, it's going to ener- re-energize you. It's going to do something to you mentally and spiritually. Because it has it has done that for me. I can be, you know, a living testament to, to what it has done 
for me. And like I said, I'm I'm I I'm in a in a much better attitude when I go back to work because I gave my brain cells yeah. a moment to not think about what is happening in my classroom. I'm not gonna get to it. I can't get to it. I can't control it. I get it when I get back. And that's just and that's just the attitude that I had to learn to have. But like I said, you have to work to do that. And then it'll get easy. <laughs> like playing an instrument, right? You have to work yeah, at it and practice it over and over. Exactly. And one of the exactly. ways I practiced that because I had such a hard time, I'm like, okay, I'm not at work anymore, but my brain would still be on work related things. Mm -hmm. And so I actually, one of the easiest things for me was when my brain would be thinking about, oh, da, 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 I whip out my phone, I go to my notes and I put it down and that lets me forget it because I know now where to go look and I have mm -hmm. it handy and it just, I don't have to think about it. That's the only way I could do it. And you know, and it's and it's and it's great that you bring that up because I told my my uh, doctor when I had an appointment earlier this year, and I told him I said the biggest thing I'm having is is just sleep issues. I'm up in the middle of the night and my brain is going 100 miles an hour. He said, "Okay, well when that happens, keep a pad and a pencil by your bed because when that happens, whatever's on your mind, write it down, get it out your head, put it on a medium, and then it'll help you go back to sleep." Or like you said take out my phone and I just write some in my notes, put it there in that medium. And, and sometimes I had to get up, you know, we're band directors. So we're a little unique, more unique than your, your, your average civilians. So we're not always thinking words. Sometimes we're thinking music too. So mm -hmm. I had to get up one night about four in the morning and go on a computer and just put it yep. on my finale. I had to, cause it you gotta was unload it. Yeah, it was something I was thinking about doing with my beginning band. I was some easy arrangement, but it was just just beat me up. So I just had to get up, go in here, cut on the, the software, and I just had to get it out of my head and put it in there. It took me about an hour to do it, but I was able to sleep. But then you were done and you go back, yeah. I was done. It was out of my head and I was able to so that that is a really good thing to do. Yeah, and it's yeah. great that you brought that up because that's the yeah. same thing I yeah. have to do. Well my doctor, when I said I was waking up and couldn't stop, he prescribed heavy duty sleeping pills instead. That wasn't a super helpful long-term thing. I mean, I had to work hard to, so yeah, the writing it down is a much safer and actually more effective thing because then you still get all the good golden nuggets just when yeah. you can deal with them. Oh yeah. man, this has been really eye-opening even for somebody like me who already has got my stuff together pretty well. I'm just, you, you're reaff reaffirming and reminding me of different ways to try things. And I know people out there are stressing about the work-life balance and trying to figure it all out. So you've given some really helpful takeaways. So I want to thank 2023 Colorado Teacher of the Year, Jimmy Day, for being our guest today on Band Director Bootcamp. And thank to all you listeners who are out there making a difference in kids' lives every day through the magic of music education. The work you do matters and so do you. Join us next time on Band Director Bootcamp for another episode of productivity and wellness tips to make your life a little easier.